0: Welcome to All Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. Uh, my guest today needs really no introduction to a college football fan. Uh, Ivan Mazel, a longtime college football writer. Uh, uh, I've I've known about Ivan or read his uh, columns since going back to the Dallas Morning News. I guess it's got to be 30 years ago when I was in college. Uh, he's been at ESPN, one of the founding mentors, members of ESPN.com's college football coverage, uh, and now is with On3.com. How are you doing,
1: Ivan? Well, I was great until you said that. Now I feel old. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all feel old now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's getting to me. Hey,
0: uh, Ivan, and this will make you feel old. You remember when the Rose Bowl, uh, the Coliseum was a uh, yeah. a, 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 a Pac-12 uh, uh, venue, not a uh, Big Ten venue, <laughs> yeah, based yeah. On, on what happened yesterday. What are your thoughts about USC and US, UCLA?
1: Uh, heading to the Big Ten. Well, Bobby, I, you know, I, I oddly enough, I was not as shocked as last year with Texas and OU. I, I guess because Texas and OU happened, you know, I, you're ready for anything. But I think that this is going to be a more uh, critical move. I think this one is going to do more damage to the body of college football as we know it than Texas and OU moving because – them moving to the SEC, there was still a national map of five conferences that mattered. And you can argue whether the Big 12 would would still matter in, in that format, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And now, you know, the Big 10 has added and, and it's a zero sum game, you know? So now really what you've got is a very powerful big 10, a very powerful sec. Uh, the big 12 and the pack 12 don't have their bell cows and you got the ACC sort of with one foot in each camp. So I, I you know, and I don't see us going back. I think that, you know, we've had a century with uh, college sports having a Nationally Geographic uh, conference basis, and we don't have that anymore. We have two big conferences.
0: Yeah, I, I'm 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 intrigued on on how it's all going to work, but you know, really, I, I'm I'm of your opinion. I mean, Texas and OU to the SEC uh, certainly played up uh, you know the haves and haves not have nots uh, in college football from that perspective. But USC and UCLA starts lopping off an entire section of the country. And yeah. the, the West Coast is now secondary college football. I mean, there's, there's no two ways about it. And, it. and, you know, you leave out some, some uh, major institutions, uh, you know, in that grouping. I mean, with, with the Big 12 moving, You no, no offense to Baylor or Texas Tech or Oklahoma State uh, or even Kansas State. Kansas really was the only one that had the national name from a basketball footprint that was left, even though there's great schools. I mean, Iowa state has incredible um, fan uh, following, but with, with the PAC 12, they didn't have that great fan following in the first place in a lot of places they had good, but not great, but leaving Stanford out. I mean, that, that just, that's uh, that's counter to anything I know. You know, from that standpoint, John Wilner, who broke the story, congrats to him, by the way. Um, he's saying that he doesn't know if the Big Ten's done. Uh, does that mean they're going to look even further in the Pac-12 for more schools for the Big Ten, or, or I mean, what is what is anybody's best guess at this point?
1: Well, there's no magic. There's no magic to having 16. If you know, if you can have 14, then you can have 18. You know, you can have 20. Uh, it stands to reason that the appeal of a, a UW, of a Stanford and Cal of an Arizona state are four very good sized metropolitan, excuse me, three very good sized metropolitan areas. Uh, and you can say the same thing about Salt Lake and Denver for that matter with Utah and, and CU. Uh, you know, Oregon has the appeal of having a bottomless wallet you know, so yeah, there's still some thing. There's still some schools out there to be plucked. Uh, you know, the thought occurred to me as you were describing them leaving is, and what's left behind is, why is anybody in LA going to sign with any of those Pac-12 schools now if they don't even get to play in LA anymore? So, you know, I, I think the ramifications of this are only going to get larger the more we think about it. Yeah, and I, I think that's a
0: fair, a fair question from a recruiting perspective. I, I hadn't even gone, you know, completely gone there yet. Um, your alma mater is Stanford, uh, yes. right? Uh, and so what what do you see as a future just for school like Stanford, for example, which is a beacon in many ways of, of athletics and
1: academics
0: uh, at the highest level,
1: well, they're flabbergasted the way everybody is, uh, and I've talked to people out there, uh, uh, you know, just sort of, you know, what do you think? I haven't talked to anybody that's making any decisions, but uh, I, the way I see it, and from what I gather from people I've talked to on and off campus, they've basically got you have four options. Uh, one is, uh, you know, to stick with the status quo or what's left of the status quo. Two is Stanford's still trying to figure out how it's going to handle Alston and, and actually paying student athletes money that's not available to other undergraduates. The, they're trying to get comfortable with that idea and they're wondering if, they can be comfortable with that idea. So uh, until the administration decides they can make that step forward, you know one, one way they might they're wondering aloud is, is it going to be time to try to gather other like-minded schools and go in a different direction? You know they're open to that discussion. Um, they're what part there. which
0: which way would they be on that discussion?
1: You mean, well, if they could get the you know the the academically oriented major you know FBS schools and, and you know sound them out and see if they're willing to go a route where you know you're not committing to be what's you know essentially the Premier League of, of college athletics, which is the you know the SEC. Big 12 are out. You know, Stanford would listen to that, I think. You know, um, but what, you know, w- but they're also aware that they they can head out in this new direction and they're going to be Frank the Tank and old school, you know, and they're streaking and you know, we're streaking and there's nobody behind them. You know, so <laughs> you know, the, the, you know, they're trying to figure all the, you know, that's what they're trying to figure out. You know, and and the other thing is, you know, does the Pac 12 How comfortable would Stanford be and how comfortable would the entire Pac-12 be with taking in schools that they've turned their noses up at for the last, you know, umpteen years because they don't meet the Pac-12 standards? Are they going to suddenly say, okay, we can live with uh, San Diego State, Fresno State, Boise State? You know, I'm skeptical of that. And then the last option to me is the Pac-12 with Stanford goes to the big 12 and says, let's figure something out, you know, and, and have some sort of symbiotic relationship. Um, you know, but I, I don't know that that solves the, the media rights revenue issue any better than where they are now. Is it, uh, one of the things that strikes me in this is the
0: splitting of UCLA, the public school, UCLA and Cal, Um, you would think that they would be in conjunction, uh, you know, but n- clearly not.
1: Yeah, I, you can, you know, we can, between us, we could name 40 states where the governor and or the, you know, the legislature would step and go, wait, just a minute. You know, you're not leaving without them. You know, that's what, that's how Virginia Tech got into the ACC. And, and you know, we can reel off any number of, of other examples. Uh, you know, when the Southwest Conference imploded 30 years ago. uh Baylor got into, uh, you know, the Big 12 and TCU didn't because there were more Baylor people in charge of state government. So, yeah, I'm surprised that that didn't exist. You know, you've got a a powerful governor, you have the Speaker of the United States House is from the Bay Area, you know, uh, and it shows you how quietly this was handled by USC and UCLA and And I'm kind of surprised that the you know maybe the UCLA administrators got the okay from somebody in Sacramento that they could do this. I don't know, but well, Well, I mean, at some point you got to
0: go where the money is too. You can't you can't begrudge them. uh, You know, it looks like it could be north of forty more million per year. Is what they, they
1: think? Well, yeah, I I get yeah. Of course, Bobby. You know, it, it, you know, the first three reasons that you do this is money, money, and money. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I I mean, spare me the you know the BS that we have been fed for ages about student athlete welfare. You're going to put every athlete on your campus uh, onto a plane for four hour, at least four hours, and it two time zones for every conference road game and you know and the ucla statement thursday night said well they'll be able to track we'll have the money that they can travel you know in better accommodations Well, you know that doesn't compress time you know that doesn't change time zones uh it's i i think it's uh you know it's just, uh, it's money before student athlete. And I guess we shouldn't be surprised. You see, you mentioned there were two ways that, that, uh, that, uh, Stanford could go the status quo and
0: a reconfigured, uh, pack 12, maybe, maybe offer, uh, invite some others, then deciding whether or not they want to, uh, how they want to handle the Austin case. And that means, uh, whether or not they want to enter the, the premier league or, you know, find some like-minded universities that want to be a little bit, di- that, that want to be different. Clearly right. not Big Ten and, and SEC, what they're trying to do. Right. Any other, any other um, thoughts on what, what that group of schools might do?
2: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement.
1: Well, you know, Northwestern is, you know, they're, they're safe. Vanderbilt is safe, you know, uh, a Duke and a UVA, uh, uh maybe a Carolina, you know, uh, you know, they're, the, the ACC is on decently solid ground at this point. Uh, it would be, uh, it, Stanford would have to do a terrific sales job to, to make that kind of, uh, league happen. I think, uh Stanford you know the other option is you know that they don't play football you know and, and I don't know you know I don't know if anybody I mean the alumni would be in an uproar about that but the administration feels very strongly about you know making sure that they're the dog and athletics is the tail and not the other way around and this is not an administration that you know, frankly, I, you know, they they don't have great interest in, in athletics. You know, and and it's not a high priority for them the way it has been in the past. They became painfully aware last year of how important it is to the alumni when they tried to cut eleven sports, and and just got shouted into submission. But that didn't really change how they think about athletics. This this takes this move
0: takes the Big Ten uh, to sixteen or eighteen. I can't remember. Sixteen, this correct. Is, Big Ten is sixteen, yes. Okay. Say two team, two conferences go to twenty with uh, the SEC and and the Pac twelve. Does the does the Big Ten try to pick up a team like Colorado to kind of bridge that land gap, um, or is it Washington, Oregon, Cal, Stanford, and what about Arizona State? I mean, you know, yeah. Phoenix is such a huge. I don't know if it's the biggest market out there, but it's certainly a big one, and um, they've got a lot of living and well, alumni. I don't know that their fan base is ne- necessarily as ardent as others. Um, wh- where, what goes next in the pecking order? Of the the pack what what ha- what was the Pac-12 right now?
1: Well, they've all got you know they've all got uh, attributes that would be attractive to a Big Ten. You know, Stanford brings you prestige. And and ac- athletic prowess in a lot of sports. Uh, it also brings you, at least technically, a big uh, media market in the Bay Area. You know, now you can argue whether sports fans in the media in the Bay Area care about Cal or Stanford. If you look at Cal and Stanford's attendance, you know, but still, you know, they are the presence there. And and it's the same way with. Uh, Arizona State, they do pretty well in the Valley, uh, which is a a pro market. Uh, UW does very well in the Seattle market, probably the best college in a pro market in terms of interest and attendance. And and that should be appealing. And Oregon brings, you know Oregon, will spend whatever Oregon needs to spend to do whatever Oregon needs to do. I mean, Mr. Knight has made that abundantly clear for 30 years. So they have attributes and, you know, they, they, are they attractive to make the big 10 look beyond 16? Are they attractive to make the sec look beyond 16? This is all, you know, we've all sort of focused on getting to 16 because that's where our eyes, that was the next big number, but there are other even numbers beyond 16. I'm told I didn't do well in math, but. (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll get, you had to do somewhat well in math to get into Stanford would be my guess.
0: What about the, what about the SEC? Because this is, this is where you, you start thinking about it from a Texas viewpoint and um, you know, do they try to poach a Florida state? I know Florida has been against that probably uh, And North Carolina. I, I tell you what, what I'm thinking on the Eastern, in the Eastern half of the United States, there, they are really probably, Two to three schools left, three to four maybe, from a football perspective that start moving the needle from a viewership perspective and and, and a meaning perspective. It is Florida State, Clemson, and and then I would throw in North Carolina simply because they do have an avid fan base in, in both sports, primarily basketball. Nobody doubts that. But North Carolina is kind of like that linchpin that, that takes maybe the importance away of a Virginia being solo or Virginia Tech. And you have this loose conglomerate uh, of, of schools. But it would seem to me that everybody's talking, oh, well, they're going to go to 40. It seems like to me, if you really got down to it, probably the number is more like 44 to 46, right? Of, of schools, as opposed to 40, and to, to, you know what I mean? And so I think, I wonder if that's from the SEC perspective, what, you know, those guys have to be thinking, Sankey and, and all those guys.
1: Well, um, yeah. And, and uh, Bobby, I, you know, I, I'm sure people in Bristol are crunching numbers just as people at, you know, the Fox offices in LA have been crunching numbers and, and trying to figure out, is this something worth looking into? Do we need to do this? Not only to cover our flanks, but to make more money. Right? Can it make more money? And uh, yeah, and that would really set in stone what we started talking out uh, talking about at the top, which is it's two conferences. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm you know to to bemoan you know the the passing of college football as we know it just makes, you know, I know that makes me sound like, you know, I'm I'm old. And, and I guess, you know, when you have appreciated a sport for as long as I've appreciated college football and it's changing so radically, of course you're gonna mourn. It doesn't mean that what is coming up is gonna be rotten. It's just different, you know, I, you know and I, I think uh, if you listen to the SEC coaches in Destin uh, in the spring, when, you know, the, uh, an older guy like Saban is complaining about the way NIL is going and the younger coaches are just saying, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll work itself out. You know, I'm not worried. That's what we're looking at here to me. You know, it, it's concerning because so much of what we like about the sport is changing And then the question is, will it change the essence of the appeal of the sport? And I I don't think it will. It's just going to be very different.
0: I think that football is such a, uh, you know, you ask, I I wonder, I mean, it's not just that football, and I know uh, most people that are watching this certainly are, they love their football tied to a certain university, right? Right. Um, And so there's that, you know, rooting aspect of it. Uh, The the reality of of it is, is it's football. There's, there's college football on Saturday and pro football on Sunday. And that's how, you know, half of male America spends their time, you know? (laughs) So, so I I think that, you know, it can be, uh, there can be some, some lack of interest about it based on, um, based on purity for lack of a better term, which is what you're really talking about. The, 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 the pageantry or the, the purity of, of being a student athlete, going to school, and it not being all about skipping over the Rocky mountains to go play Nebraska in November. Right. right. For USC. I, I feel like if, if, um, if we go in this direction, which it, it clearly is, I mean, and, and the one thing that I love that you said, yeah, the one thing I love that you said is you brought up the, you brought up Fox and ESPN. Um. You know, we can we can talk about Texas and OU moving to the SEC. We can talk about USC and UCLA moving to the Big Ten. the 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 drivers of that were the almighty dollar. You're, you're the first three reasons, right? Money, 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 that you mentioned. Um, what yeah. does this do? I mean, is this going to negatively affect every other property, or is it actually going to increase some other properties? I mean. I'd, I'd be interested to know, um, because there is this, it seems like there's a never ceasing demand for live
1: programming in college sports. Um, that's a good point. You know, inventory you know, still needs to stay up. So yeah, those, you know, they, we still need games to be televised that I think the difference will be in the amount of dollars that the first two conferences attract, as opposed to what the other three attract, you know, I think the gap will only widen, uh, and, you know, to your point about purity, the I, words, I, and pageantry, I'll give you pageantry, but to me, it's more emotion and passion. And so much of that is because of our emotional ties to the school we root for. And those emotional ties are, are based in nostalgia and they're based in, you know, what we watched when we were little and how that, why that's important to us. And and, and and even not when we were little, when we were adolescents, and we were here in college, and all of that is changing. And we've seen plenty of rivalries go by the boards, and and still the sport is is popular. Um, but to see a whole, to see a whole league get get tossed overboard, I you know I I'm 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 sure it'll be fine, but wow, you know, and uh, you know the. Yeah, sure. They still need the ACC's games and they still need the Big 12 and Pac-12's games. Somebody's got to play at 1030 Eastern on Saturday night and it'll be the guys on the West Coast. But the money that they get for that will be proportionately less than what they have been getting, as opposed to what SC and UCLA and what the big guys are getting. And how do you compete?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about it. It's not, you know, a lot of uh, Texas fans and, and SEC fans and fans, our Big Ten fans will poke fun at the the Pac-12 for attendance and whatnot. Oregon had forty two thousand people at its spring game. Yeah, that's not for its that that's not a small crowd. Uh, you mentioned UW. I mean, you know, they they it's to me it is um, interesting which teams are going to be able to carry that baton and and move around a little bit from here, because uh, there are some redeeming schools in the Pac-12 without question. So I I feel like we're just, I think we're still, there's still more hatchets to fall, I guess is the best way to put it. I mean, it's still going to happen. We just don't know what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they're, this is not, this is the end of the beginning, you know, and, and, and we keep saying that, and it and it keeps you know, evolving. I mean, uh, in spurts about every ten years, right? You know, we had Penn State at the beginning of the '90s, and and then you know the, the well, I'm not going to go through them all, but you know, <laughs> you know, every roughly ten years we get a spasm of realignment, and things get more and more out of whack. But you know, this is much different. You know, this is you know, for geographic reasons and, and historic reasons or historical reasons. And, um, but, you know, I don't know why anybody would think they're going to stop here because they've proven that they don't know how to stop. <laughs> that is a, that's a great line. Cause it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it, yeah.
0: if, um, if uh, people put it in, in, put you as the czar of college football, do you try to just get everybody together and in a room, say who wants to play this kind of ball and who wants to play one that's a little bit, a different brand of, not necessarily a different brand of football, but a different set of rules. Well, sure.
1: I, you know, yeah. I mean, there are, there's never been and never will be a level playing field and, you know, Alabama's budget is bigger than Eastern Michigan's. Right. You know, but uh, now the budgets of the Alabamas and the LSUs and the Ohio States and the Wisconsin's are going to be different than Arizona State and Oregon State, you know, et cetera. And uh, everybody's going to want to compete at that high. Not well, a lot of people are going to want to continue to compete at the quote highest level, but I think there are some that are going to just say, you know, let's go to let's go to division one B. You know, and let's stay with the rules as they are now, you know, and let's not we're not going to pay our kids Alston money and we're not going to do this. And, you know, we're going to try to keep some sort of perspective. And I and if they have a national championship, then they become, you know, what you know. there's nothing wrong with being the one B national champions. You know, so, yeah, uh, I think that's a possibility.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're going to find some, but in the in the Pac-12, I don't see any of them that are going to feel that way. Utah, uh, I mean, Utah, Colorado, those are schools with with, you know, I I feel like uh, to your point, I think that Oklahoma and Texas, yes, they knew they were leaving. They were the big dogs in a conference. USC and UCLA were the media, largest media people probably in that conference as well. But the difference here is you're leaving behind a different kind of group of people. I mean, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, Arizona, Arizona state, Cal, Stanford. I mean, they're just a, uh, kind of a, a Utah. I mean, different caliber there of, of what's left in some ways. And so how does that all play out? It's just uh, fascinating to me. Uh, Ivan, I appreciate your time again. Uh, not many people can, uh, have the uh, experience or lend their knowledge to this stuff. And I appreciate you coming on and, and uh, talking with me about it.
1: Well, Bobby, I'm just glad that we could solve all those problems, you know, on one, you know, one afternoon of a holiday weekend. And now we can go <laughs> celebrate our holiday and and, and move on. Yeah, yeah
0: we, solved, we solved absolutely nothing. Yeah. We, just, we just figured out we need to talk about it some more because we have no, I mean, <laughs> we can talk about it until we're blue in the face, but they're literally you don't know what's going to happen because it is in flux right now, well, and, and ultimately, yeah. Kevin Warren and Sankey are the two that are that are calling the shots, and then Fox and ESPN are the other two. And yeah, so, there's nobody
1: problem. that knows what's going to happen right now, and and uh, that's you know the the excitement of it you know journalistically but it's 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 sort of precarious and and hairy and a lot and we'll just kind of wait and see what happens we didn't even mention notre dame you know to give you a
0: a, we didn't even put them in the conversation which convolutes the whole thing even more right so well yeah but we'll do that another time yeah Yeah. exactly all right ivan i appreciate you man you have a good weekend happy fourth of july all right for (laughs) ivan mazel i'm bobby burton That's been this episode of On Texas Football.